We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply. Hi guys, Pete and Rich here. We've got another Boys in the Band podcast episode coming up in a moment. But first, a quick shout out to our sponsors at Beer 52. Yeah, we may have fond memories of drinking pretty much anything on offer back at gigs back in the day, uh, but we're a bit more selective these days, and Beer 52 have a great collection. They come up with a great deal just for our listeners to the Boys in the Band podcast. Yeah, so if you fancy a free case of eight craft beers from Beer 52, go to beer52.com forward slash band, and all you have to do is cover the postage costs of five ninety five. That sounds like a good deal to me, Rich. Does indeed. And uh, not just that, as well as a free case, you'll also get signed up to Beer 52's Beer Club, the largest in the world with over 150,000 active members. Each month, members are sent a case with a different theme, as well as a magazine and a snack too. Uh, so you can, of course, pause or cancel the offer at any time, but it's well worth trying out. Yep, leave those bad beers you used to get gigs behind and get on this stuff and head over to beer52.com forward slash band for that offer. Yep, get on that, kick back, crack open a beer and enjoy the next pod. Hi guys, Pete and Rich here with this week's bonus edition of the Boys in the Band podcast. Hope you're all good and hopefully you've been able to check out our most recent episode with Gary Powell from the Libertines. It's one we absolutely love doing. Um, just so many fantastic stories that he came out with as well. Definitely worth checking out if you haven't done so already. Yeah, Gary was great value and really gave us a great insight into what life was like in one of Britain's biggest bands. And while we had him on the line, we also asked him for his My Naughty's number one album, his favourite album from the 2000s. But as Gary said himself, it can go off on the odd tangent. And what we actually ended up speaking about was what music influenced and inspired the Libertines, especially around the making of their debut album, Up the Bracket. Yeah, it was something Gary mentioned on the podcast actually a few times, wasn't it? About the importance of musicians having quite diverse playlists, listening to music from lots of different genres and styles to shape the music they end up making themselves. And we pick up here in the bonus podcast uh, with Gary talking about Jacob Collier, a musician who himself has done some uh, varied stuff, reworking classic songs from the Flintstones theme tune through to Jerusalem and Burt Bacharach. He sings in every, I think he sings in every single voice you can. He's a, he's a bass tenor, he's an alto tenor, he's an alto, he's a baritone, and he's a soprano. So we can see, so, so he sings all of these different layers as well, which sounds really, really gothic when, I, when I'm talking about it like that. But it's, but it's not, because everything he does, the arrangement, it's not, he doesn't, it's, it's not jazz, but it is jazz. It's not funk, but it is funk. It's not folk music, but it is folk music. It's, it's a mixture of, of all of these things. And it's really, really, it's just really, really clever. And, um, and I, I'm just like, he, he did a track with um, Leanne Le Havis called yeah. Feel. And Leanne Le Havis went to his house. I remember reading about it and then he was talking about it. And they, and they, and they literally spent all night long um, which he's done a version of as well. <laughs> they literally spent all night long working on this track called Feel, and it's fucking gorgeous. It's because, because I'm, I'm a huge Leanne Le Havis fan. Mm, she's got, yeah, she's got yeah. literally the most amazing. Her, vo- her voice is so amazing. And the way that she writes is so, so individual. It's just, it's just great. And I think he tapped into her abilities and she used his abilities to really kind of help bring out all of the different melodic modulations in music and then all of the different voicings in music as well. Oh, and Le- Le- Leander Havis, she worked with um, 
Jack Stedman from Bombay Bicycle Club as well. Mm-hmm. And with, um, on, um, oh my God, what was, it? What was the uh, album? Um, uh, Mr. Jukes, what album was it? Mr. Jukes' first album. That's Jack, Jack Stedman. And that album is awesome. Oh my goodness, it's awesome. That's uh-huh. such a good album. <laughs> and if you because know, I, I really love Bombay Bicycle Club. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yes, here we go. Um, that's it. That's why I'm talking like this, because it keeps my brain awake. <laughs> my brain, my, um, um, oh, I, uh, yeah, I managed to play with um, We Are Scientists as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, man, I did a lot. I played with We Are Scientists. I played with, um, played with Razorlight. I did a bit of a European tour with Razorlight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we chatted to Bjorn, Bjorn a couple of weeks ago. He was telling us about that. He said, uh, <laughs> we he had said a great, I, those guys are great. Those guys, I, Bjorn, Bjorn and Carlos. Yeah, I love playing with those guys. Yeah. yeah that, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think likewise, because I think uh, it was that just after Andy had left and I think they were all feeling a bit down and then you came in and just gave yeah. them a big boost, a bit of energy on that, on that yeah. tour as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it, was a lot, it was a lot of fun playing with those guys. I remember the, the, this, we, we, we only had a day, I only had a day to learn, learn the whole show. Oh, wow. And um, so I went in on a Sunday morning, um, early Sunday morning, the crew had set everything up and Bjorn and Carlos, they were already in there. And so, so I walked in and it was just like, it was perfect because it was just us. If you know what I mean, <laughs> and 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 I mean, I'd, I'd I'd already known Johnny for a while anyway, so nothing 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 against Johnny, but the fact that we just just had a chance to just kind of play, and and, and with no agenda or nothing, and mm-hmm. obviously I'm not saying there was an agenda between Johnny and Bjorn and Carlos, but again there was an elephant in the room because the relationship was kind of like fragmented because of his relationship with Andy and, and, mm. and, and all of the carmentalized or whatever the terminology is, relationships that were going on at a particular point in time. So the fact that we, we managed to just kind of hang out before then and play, and we'd hung out before then anyway. So, so, it, so the, just the opportunity just to play all of that stuff with those guys was a lot of fun. That was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, that debut album was, was great as well from them, wasn't it? Razor yeah, Light. it was really good. Yeah. yeah. It was really good, yeah. Yeah, when, when you guys first got together and you were sort of uh, putting music together for that, for, for that debut album, were there any, any other bands around at that point that you were inspired by? No. It was all that. So now I was listening to, I mean, to, at that point in time, I was, I was listening to so many different types of things as, as, as I am now, or just bringing so many different types of things to the table. I mean, I remember and Pete and Carvey used to, and John as well, used to come around to my old flat in Islington um, and we'd um, we'd watch old Grey Russell test videos, and we, you know we'd be looking at the likes of Little Feet with Loud George, and and the New York Dolls as well. And there were all of these different things, Tom Petty, the Heartbreakers, and all of these little things, and oh, even freaking Bruce Springsteen, listening to him as well. There was we weren't listening to anything specific that would that we would be like, oh my God, we need to sound like that. But we were listening to a hodgepodge of different things that obviously kind of like had an effect on, on, on how we would play. The guys specifically were definitely more kind of very, um, believe it or not, very English with their, very Anglophile with their <laughs> approach to listening to music. It was, it was all very kind of like Beatles and, 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 and the small faces and the kinks and you know there you know there, there was there was a lot of that which definitely had a massive effect i mean if you just li- just listening listen to um carl's guitar solo in time for heroes and 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 the guitar approach to up the bracket that is totally taken from the kinks's K- kinks's guitar book totally mm-hmm. 
totally. But then are there other things that can be kind of like misconstrued as being from one particular point of origin when actually it's from a completely different point of origin because we're all looking at things from a different from different points of view. And when Carl starts off with a guitar line that sounds like it comes from maybe the Kings, and then John plays a bass line that is more kind of like psychedelically orientated, all of a sudden you put the two together and you, you, you'll end up with something that may have by itself sounded like it was going to be from the Kings. But the two combinations bring bringing them together takes it to a completely different stratosphere altogether and i think that's kind of what we, we what we were more like we weren't you know there, there was definitely not one specific thing that we were listening to and we were going yeah we need to sound like that we were all listening to different things but we but none of us were kind of like bringing that bringing that one ideology to the table and going this is how it's going to sound I mean, for one, there's the strength in the, mu the music that Pete and Carl were bringing to the table by itself. The, the melodic lines and the strength of the strength of the um, of, 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 of the rhetoric from the from the, the, the from, from 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 the lyrics um, was 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 enough to actually give you the the imagination to take it somewhere else altogether. Anyway, I mean, if you just look at listen to tracks like um, "Death on the Stairs," what does that sound like? Who does that? Who does "Death on the Stairs" sounds like? Does it sound like anybody else? That's like us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a distinct <laughs> sound, isn't it? It's a distinct sound. Everything that we did ended up being a distinct sound. But if you actually get into the nitty gritty of it, you'll find aspects of that where you can just actually go, actually, yeah, that is definitely that bit is definitely from here. That is from there. But if you listen to it within its entirety, that's us. It's, it's who we are. Because again, we just stole bits from we just like squirrels, just. just just nicking a bit from here. <laughs> <laughs> but as you said, I think you said that at the start of our of the, of the main podcast, where you said about the importance of having sort of a diverse and broad range of genres that you're listening to, yeah. so that you've got that big wide yeah. pool of music to yeah. draw upon. To put you guys more listen to radio show, Google the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't yeah. just say yeah if you don't listen to it. I don't mind <laughs> if you don't. Listen to it. <laughs> it's like that. I, li I I literally listen to everything. I I listen to everything. And Carl has become, he's become more and more inflamed into listening to everything as well. And John, John's a little bit more kind of like, he's, he's, he's kind of, he's 60, he is definitely 60s psychedelia stroke Donovan stroke. Um, yeah, I think that's basically it. Basically, that, that, that's it. That's John, which is fine, which is, which, which, which is fine. Because when me and John play together, John, sometimes we'll, 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 go to, we'll turn up soundtracks and John will just start laying down a groove and we'll just sit on this groove for ages. And, and it just, it, it, unbeknownst to us, it's just teaching us to lock into each other. We're just, we're just locking in. But he's locking down a groove that could be from a 70s TV cop show. And he's just, <laughs> he's just there, just, just wandering around the stage, just locking a groove down. And I'm sitting down slowly falling asleep because it's just like, oh my God, this is so smooth. He, what he, play, he just plays so smoothly. It's ridiculous. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a feat, and I've played I've played with a few bass players in my time, and none of them, none of them can play as smooth as John. I'm not saying he's the most articulated player in the entire world, but regarding being really concise with his sound, and concise with his approach, and his, and concise with his coloring of the bass guitar, nah, they ain't nobody. I haven't I, I, I played with him yet. I haven't played with him yet. And I played with a few, 
<laughs> Fascinating listen to, to Gary there. So with this My Naughty's number one series of bonus podcasts, we've tried to get a glimpse through the window into what the musicians we love listen to enjoy. But Gary just whacked open the door and invited <laughs> us all in, didn't he? He did. Yeah, it was really interesting, isn't it, to hear what they were what they were listening to around the time of recording up the bracket and writing the songs for that album. Um, and how it even maybe have affected the guitar solos and the style that Carl plays with um, when he's when he's performing on stage. Uh, so yeah, and a, a nice review of John's bass playing as well. Smooth, Rich. What do you reckon about that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've always thought I'm smooth anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's a definitely smooth guy. Isn't he? <laughs> um, so there we have it. Our bonus chat with Gary Power from the Libertines, all about their musical influences. Good stuff. Now, if you've just discovered us, uh, perhaps through the Libertines episode, please do scroll back through the archives. There are plenty more great interviews to check out. Do uh, check us out on social media and leave us a review as well if you can. Uh, but we'll, we'll be back with a fresh podcast on Saturday with another musician from the Norsies indie scene. Until then. Mm-hmm.